Welcome to this week's Technocast presented by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. Uh, my name is Keenan Pettit and I'm going to be uh, sharing some information with you today. I'm actually the uh, president of the association and this is going to be a, a two-part series. Uh, the first part this week uh, and we're going to have a follow-up to it uh, next week. The um, title of this Technocast is called uh, Evolution. And the first part of this, I'm actually going to be reading to you an article that was in, uh, contributed to by Mark Siebert, who is a contributor, contributor uh, to Entrepreneur Magazine, and this appeared uh, on March 23rd. So in the uh, first part, um, I'm just going to be reading you this article that uh, Mark Siebert wrote. And it's going to share some information about his thoughts on how to set up uh, and how to have good relationship uh, between the franchisor and the franchisee. And one of the things that he does focus on is the advisory council system, and he shares some th thoughts with you on that. And um, I found the article very interesting. Uh, I found it that it was definitely from a journalist's point of view, and certainly not that of a uh, franchisee. And uh, what I'm going to attempt to do uh, is, again, in the first part, just read this article to you. And then uh, on the following up uh, next week on part two, I'm going to share with you some thoughts uh, about the article itself that uh, I have. Uh, so Mark, uh, again, is a contributor for Entrepreneur Magazine. And it goes uh, on to say, uh, in Franchise Your Business, author and franchisee consultant Mark Siebert delivers the ultimate how-to guide to employing one of the greatest growth strategies ever, franchising. Uh, Siebert shares decades of experience, insights, and practical advice to help grow your business exponentially through franchising while avoiding the pitfalls. In this edited excerpt, Siebert explains why learning to communicate well with your franchisees will help your franchise be successful. Uh, one of the key statements that he highlights right off the bat uh, is the key to successful franchise relationships is trust, and trust starts with communication. Uh, communicate openly and honestly with your franchisees and be as concerned with their profitability as you are with your own. The best franchisors diligently provide their franchisees with frequent, useful communications, which means more than the uh, occasional email, newsletter, or perfunctory visit from their field representative. Today it's, all too, today it's all too tempting to rely on the internet for communications, but depersonalizing the franchisor is a big mistake. Time and again, well-intentioned emails or texts ignite firestorms when they're misinterpreted. Don't make the mistake of believing an email can substitute for human contact. When your franchise made the leap, uh, at least part of their investment was in you. They bought into your ability to help them grow a business. Relationships are built with dialogue, so it is important to encourage dialogue in every aspect of your relationship with your franchisees. Good franchisors are careful to create multiple venues for constructive dialogue, annual conventions, regional meetings, and advisory and advertising councils all provide this two-way communication. To be effective, however, the communication needs to be more than frequent. It needs to be honest, get caught in a single half-truth, and you've destroyed the trust with your franchisees forever. 
Finally, to be effective, you have to genuinely care about the success of your franchisees. Good franchisee relationships start with a franchisor that is, first and foremost, committed to the franchisee's success. That commitment, more than anything else, needs to permeate the franchisor organization at every level. If your franchisees don't sense your commitment, the relationship can quickly become adversarial. If, on the other hand, your franchisees see you breaking your back to help them succeed, there's almost nothing they won't do for you. And even failing franchisees are reluctant to sue someone they really like, especially if that individual has demonstrated a real commitment to their business. The following recommendations on best practice in franchise communications. Whenever possible, take calls from the franchisees rather than letting the calls go to voicemail. If possible, once you've created a staff organization, have a dedicated franch franchisee support line where a receptionist answers calls rather than having all calls go to an automated attendant loop. If you get a message from a franchisee, always respond the same business day. Unless the message involves a simple issue, default to calling the franchisee rather than responding by email. Each day, pick up the phone and call at least one franchisee you haven't spoken to in a while. Ask how they're doing, ask how their family is, and what else your team could be doing to support their business. Never speak negatively about franchisees to an employee in your company. If you or other people on the management team say negative things about franchisees in front of other employees, that tells your staff they, they can do the same thing. Communications relating to franchisees should always be respectful. Use a technology platform to track all communication, copies of emails, summaries of phone calls, etc. With franchisees, maintaining a record of all communications will provide information to staff members when they prepare to interact with the franchisees, and it will be important should a dispute ever arise with a franchisee. Appoint one person in your company as the communications manager and have all system-wide communications filter through that person to ensure consistent tone and accuracy of information. One of the most important elements to support positive communications is the Franchise Advisory Council, FAC, F-A-C. Almost every healthy franchise system has an advisory, an active advisory council program. A good FAC is generally established by the franchisor, designed to facilitate communication between franchisees and the franchisor, and between franchisees themselves, meant to provide a vehicle for franchisee involvement and leadership, run with a specific agenda, responsible for communicating its minutes with franchisees, governed by bylaws that address such issues as communication, confidentiality, composition, term limits, and purpose. A good fact is not a decision-making body, a negotiating body, a vehicle for franchisees to forward their personal agenda or resolve individual franchisee conflicts. And facts can be made up of elected members or have members appointed by the franchisor, chaired by the franchisor or franchisee delegates, attended or not by franchisor management, paid for travel, food, and lodging by the franchisor. Franchisors, for their part, are often afraid that open communications may encourage franchisee unrest. The flaw to this thinking, of course, is the assumption that franchisees won't find a way to communicate about any possible dissent without these tools. It's 
far better for franchisors to hear about potential problems and address them before they become major issues. And facts provide that opportunity. The last thing you want to discover about your franchisee to discover a franchisee's having formed an association without you. That's usually a sign that something's wrong and that they've excluded you from the per, uh, process of resolving a grievance. Whatever comes next will not be pretty, and it often involves legal counsel representing the association. A fact is most often made up of franchisees who are elected by their fellow franchisees. Facts typically meet two to four times per year, and their bylaws cover eligibility, voting rights, limitations, etc. can vary considerably. But the subjects that are typically discussed remain the same. Consumer marketing and advertising, new products and services, any issues of concerns to franchisees in general. In effect, the franchisees act as delegates on behalf of the franchisees in the system. In larger systems, the franchisor may use a series of regional facts that will feed into an overarching fact so that the franchisees feel that they're getting an opportunity to participate. In some FAC programs, all franchisees in the system or region are invited to attend the meetings. Trust but verify. In many ways, the internet has been a tremendous boon to franchising. Internet sites, blogs, chat rooms, emails, e-newsletters, real-time reporting, and online training have made communications faster and more frequent. And they've unquestionably improved a franchisor's ability to train and coach franchisees. But it's not without its drawbacks. You, the ubiquitous and sometimes intrusive nature of the internet can all too easily transform a franchisor from the friendly beat cop into a menacing big brother in the eyes of a franchisee. Real-time access to franchisees' POS systems, remote video, and form letter emails can su substitute for dialogue and in the process can create an us-versus-them environment. So where's the middle ground? As we said in the beginning, the key to successful franchisee relationships is trust. As a franchisor, you need to trust that your franchisees are paying all required royalties and properly reporting revenues. But as Ronald Reagan often said, trust but verify. So at what point are you going too far with that verification? First, understand that verification is the best interest of franchisees as well. Franchisees suffer when brand standards aren't met. They suffer when other franchisees cheat, and that means less advertising funds and royalties to support the franchise community. In short, it's a question of transparency. If, for example, you use mystery shopping to un uncover violations of standards and underreporting of revenues, your franchisees should know about it. Hide this from your franchisees, and it will foster distrust and conflict. Strong, strong franchisee relations will necessitate that your franchisees respect your leadership. At the same time, franchisees want to be heard, and in fact, the best franchisors make a point of knowing how their franchisees feel. So be sure you actively listen to your franchisees, have to, what they have to say. Solicit their feedback on a regular basis. Conduct formal surveys if needed to supplement other feedback mechanisms. So that's the uh, article, uh, again, from Entrepreneur Magazine on March 23rd. The contributor was Mark Siebert, and certainly Mr. Siebert um, has uh, a lot of interesting information, a lot of interesting viewpoints, uh, some very thought-provoking um, comments and, and insight. And uh, I just, as I said, I wanted to uh, 
provide this article to you as a lead-in to next week's uh, Technocast, in which I'm going to offer some thoughts about how this article uh, and some of the information within it uh, relates to our current franchise situation in our franchise community and management. And uh, I'd, I'd like to uh, uh, thank uh, our members for finding this article and putting it on the association's communication network. Um, certainly our communication network is one of the most valuable tools that all of our members have. And uh, this communication network, while it is certainly um, copied, it is certainly never duplicated. So it's a, it's a tremendous tool. So uh, look forward to next week, to the next Technocast, again, where I will be sharing some information and thoughts about this article by Mark Siebert uh, concerning the key to working well with your franchisees. And we're going to take a look at some of the uh, statements uh, that he makes in the article. Uh, we're going to offer some uh, additional information or additional insight or viewpoints uh, concerning some of his thoughts. And again, we invite you to uh, stay tuned uh, to next week's Technocast, uh, part two of Evolution. And uh, we look forward to uh, having you listen in. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's Technocast, and uh, have a good week, everybody.